It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast. And there it is! Sutton United at the GM Vauxhall Conference have put down first division Coventry City, winners of the FA Cup themselves less than two years ago. And what a moment to enjoy for the fans of this Surrey side. They've had their moments before, but never one like this. But the whistle goes down. You like for Sutton United. Sutton United, the National League, are through to the last 16 of the FA Cup. No longer English football's perennial non-league club. A 123-year crescendo reaches a new peak for Sutton United, who are promoted to the Football League for the first time. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. It's the Sutton Podcast in association with Lucky Star Gin. I'm your host, Mike, and today we have got Mark Bravery and we are going to talk about the uh, draw with Walsall and the visit of Harrogate on Tuesday night. Um, hopefully I've sorted out my microphone, but it seems to present another problem where I seem to be going really, really glitchy of the screen. Um, so uh, enjoy the special effects, anyone watching on YouTube. I hope it's not too terrible, but I have no idea what's going on. I've unplugged it all. Um, who knows? It's, it's always exciting. Um, your engagement is always important. Please enjoy, uh, enjoy the discussion and join in the discussion. Stay connected. Um, thank you to everyone for putting their comments and everything. And... Thank you to, I should have said this last week, actually, gentleman or someone on YouTube, assume this gentleman, I don't know, GEU79, who says they always listen and enjoy and watch on YouTube. So um, thank you very much, because uh, I think I made a comment about people liking it without even listening to it. So <laughs> they made a comment that they do listen, which proves it. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, going to jump um, Mark, it was Way back in 2023, we last spoke. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would have been last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last one of the year. Um, how have you been? Yeah, I've been pretty good, thank you. Yeah, I've been... Uh, I didn't get to Mansfield, but I've been to the other away games recently. Yeah. 
um, and um, yeah, um, had a good time up in the West Midlands. Got for a few hostelries uh, <laughs> yeah, over did... a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went on the to the other uh, the other weekend at Mansfield. You, you went uh, somewhere else, did you? I, I can't remember now. Uh, for Mansfield, I, I was just doing some other stuff. I decided yeah. not to do that one some some time ago. Yeah. I'm being a little bit selective about away games second half of the season, but I'll, I'll still get to most of them. Yeah. Well, uh, club news. Uh, new manager bounce did not happen for the ladies' side, which, um, well, I suppose uh, you could say it did because uh, they, they've lost like six nils, eight nils, all sorts of things. Yeah. They lost 3-1 today um, to the league leaders. Uh, I think first half they were two 0 down. Then second half they, they lost three one. So po there's positive signs. Um, lots to learn. Obviously, Lucy's only been with them. I think one training session where she just about met them. Yeah. Um, uh -huh. Other news on the ladies' side um, or ladies' section. Lily made her um, women's super league debut for Brighton um, yesterday. I think it was. Uh, so Lily used to play, play for us and has been with us since under tens or nines or something. I think. Uh, it's come all the way through and uh, she's now playing women's super league um and uh didn't know at the time i was just taking the mick out of her but um she's with the one who features in, uh, in my sort of title sequence where i'm talking to one of the players after the match it's lily so um clearly i can i can i can pick them out um and we'll probably get onto this later but just in case i forget which is highly likely don't forget on tuesday night um we have access to the away end so if anyone want, hasn't been down there yet and wants to try out the sort of away end and um, potentially give feedback and put a little bit of uh, not pressure but uh, some suggestion of yes we would quite like to have that to make a lot of noise uh, please give it a try out and, and give the feedback what you think about it um and that was it all i had really um it probably is loads more but that's all i've written down <laughs> so we're gonna crack on with the match um it's just mark today um as I said, there's right. a big question mark against Dan's name, and uh, the reason was he, he wasn't sure whether he was doing it or not, and he didn't, so <laughs> that's why. <laughs> um, but so going into this match, um, considering we had beaten them so comprehensively earlier in the season, uh, did that give any sense of worry or confidence? And then did the, I know you weren't there, but did the Mansfield mm -hmm. game performance result improve any confidence or so what were your feelings sort of heading in into this match mark i didn't think the four nil back in october had much if any bearing on on yesterday's match you know it's obviously it's been a change of the manager um at our end since then um different sort of complexion to the team uh and it's very rare for you know teams in a, a fairly even division as long lead to arguably is to comprehensively beat any any other team twice in in one season so it was never likely we were going to go up to to Walsall and win 4-0 um but i i think the mansfield performance and result did give the whole side a bit more confidence uh, obviously that was a, you know a very good away point against one of the, the high flying sides in 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 the division who'd beaten us at our place just a few weeks earlier um, so I think that was that was all to the good, and I, I think you could see that in the way the team performed um, yesterday. Yeah, um, and again, sort of two other sort of contrasting points of view. Um, they're, they're, they've been fairly inconsistent, um, but our away record, particularly since I think we played them <laughs> away last time, um, yeah. has not been that impressive at all. So 
again, they, they, they were both sort of factors in it, or, or again, does that all get kind of swept aside with the, well, it's all changed now? I think it, to a large extent it does. I mean, I, I think we it, it's early days, of course, so you don't want to leap to any premature judgments, but the early indications are that the team is more resilient under Steve Morrison. Um, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a slightly sort of a more positive mentality among the players. Um, and I think the, the whole team looks to be more of a, a battling unit than it was you know, a, a few weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, the whole lineup yeah. thing, um, it's, all, it's all very difficult now. There's lots of changes. <laughs> so, uh, so the lineup had, again, it's, it has us guessing as well because we're kind of all sitting there. Mm. Or oh, is that a 4 4 2? Mm. Is that a 5 4? Mm. We don't really know, especially when mm. some of the players can play in multiple positions. Mm. Um, and there were debuts for uh, Duke McKenna and more. Um, mm. Were you sort of feeling confident at the lineup? Were you um, a little bit worried about two debuts, especially more who's come up a couple of divisions? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was fairly confident that that Steve Morrison would have confidence in the players he picked. That that's the kind of vibe he gives out. So I wasn't I wasn't worried. Um, there were a few slight surprises in that starting eleven, as you say, the two Guyana internationals both made their debuts one on the left wing that was duke mckenna and one on on the right that was more um also steve had indicated that both ben and omar who picked up knocks at mansfield will be fit to start at Warsaw. Mm -hmm. in fact um, ben wasn't even in the squad mm -hmm. and steve later confirmed he, he still wasn't fully fit and omar was on the bench until the last two minutes of stoppage time right at the end i think we had a free yeah. kick then in the yeah. Walsall half and perhaps remembering that goal that he got at colchester at the death he was bought on but this time to no avail so yeah. that was another perhaps slight surprise but you know um louis and, and joe at center back did, did did a good job between them um there was no no nino who had a very good debut yeah. i understand at mansell very impressive he was on the bench didn't come on at all Sam Hart played in his place. Perhaps Sam realizes that he's got a bit more competition for that position now, and he, he played a blinder, possibly his, his best best game ever in a Sutton shirt. So yeah, um, a few surprises, but my impression with Steve is that he, if he thinks a player is good enough to perform at this level, he's no qualms about throwing that player into the deep end. You know, I've signed these players. I believe they're good enough for this this team, this battle, this division. I'll just start with them. Um, yeah. It's up to them then to, to 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 show that my confidence in them was justified, and by and large, it was. Yeah, I mean, the the, the thing with uh, Stephen Jim McKenna was when we signed him. Well, we as fans um, were saying, "Oh, he's he's, a, he's another centre midfield." And then someone said, yeah. oh, "We can play on, play on the right," and we're like, oh, "Okay, so you can play on the right centre mid," and then he lines up on the left. He's like, "Okay, lovely." <laughs> Let's just say we know nothing about this guy. Um, but but into the game. I mean, um, Louis got a, a booking very early. I think it was in the first ten mm. minutes. Um, mm. all, always a worry. Were you? Um, were you kind of nervous at that point um or did i didn't look up the ref stats but i did hear afterwards that he does he does like dishing out the cards um yeah it was it was an enormous card as well uh but 
Yeah. But were you were you worried or were you confident that Louis, Louis is an old guy? I, I think I think one 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 of your defenders gets a yellow card early in the game. You know, you're always a little bit apprehensive. You, you know, he's, he's one rash tackle away from you know being off off the pitch and it's down to ten men. But yeah, you're right. Louis is an experienced player. You know, he, he understood the implications of that yellow card and he didn't get himself into any any further bother during the rest of the match. Steve kept him on. So Steve was sort of effectively saying, yeah, I've got confidence in you to see this game out and stay on the pitch. And that's what happened. And I, I think after after five minutes or so, I think I'd more or less forgotten he was on that yellow card. You know, he was just absorbed in the game and, and, and that wasn't really preying on, on my mind and I suspect nobody else's. Okay. I mean, we, we had a, a, a kind of good spell um, and you're like, mm. oh, okay, you know what, this, this is quite good. And then... Um, I think it's their centre back had, had an absolutely yeah. amazing goal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's one yeah. of those you, you you can't just go, oh, that's terrible. But it's like, all right, yeah. fair, fair enough. You can have yeah. that one. Um, I gather it was the, his first ever goal that he scored, certainly at, at home, and it, it, it was a goal that any centre forward would have been would have been proud of. You know, he just ran along the edge of our box, skipped past two two defenders, and he just had a very very narrow window, a second or so, to get his shot away. He just delivered it perfectly into the top corner. So, you know, you have to give credit to that. It was, it yeah. was a great goal. There's <laughs> not a lot you can do, is there? You can't just go, yeah. oh, that was unlucky. We could have done this. Um, but unlike recent times, um, we didn't give a second goal, third goal, fourth goal. Um, we showed yeah. the resilience that was missing. Um, coincidence or a mitigating factor, it was Eastie that um, was there. And he scored the goal. Um, did did you feel it was coming, or did you feel there was a collapse? Likely, no, I didn't think either of those. I mean, there didn't seem to be very much on. I mean, they, yeah, they they they'd gone ahead. Five minutes later, we we had a throw in at their end. Um, it might have been Ryan Jackson. I can't quite remember. It ball came in. There didn't seem to be very much on. I mean, the ball was sort of ping ponging around um, in in their area, uh, and I think somebody had a, a shot that was blocked. Um, and then the ball just fell to Eastie, just outside on the edge of the area. And they just thought, well, I'll have a crack. And the ball, I think, took a bit of a deflection. I'm not sure who, who it was off, but that may have wrong-footed the keeper. But, you know, the old adage is, if you don't shoot, you don't score. And he, he had a go, and and, and we, were, we were level. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is definitely one thing we've been saying for a while, that is why we don't why don't we take shots um, and just yeah, see yeah. what happens? And we've yeah, already had that yeah. since Ali left us. Um, <laughs> but we we had several other chances. Um, yeah. I think, I can't remember the order it was in, but we had Lee robbing, robbing the keeper, nearly scoring, <laughs> yeah. um, which I think would have been three and three for him. Or, yeah, I think so, I'm not sure. Um, three and four. And uh, Charlie Lakin had another good chance. Yeah, um, there's some other good crosses. So, although yes, there are chances we could have scored, and it, it's not just that, but it's they were keeping Walsall honest. They were kind of they couldn't then gamble going forward, going well, we, we're going to pick something back because they're not mm. offering anything. They had to watch what we were doing. Um, were you feeling a second was on the cards, or were you just? Um, I think it was a very even game. I, I think it, I, you could argue we, we, we perhaps marginally edged it, but. Um, we were giving them some problems. I mean, McKenna, we've, we've already, McKenna, we've already mentioned, he was uh, really lively on the left wing, having lots of the ball and giving them something to worry about. Um, and what I noticed 
what I haven't been noticing much this season is we were picking up a lot of loose balls in midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you do that, you know, you, that gives you two advantages. You can you can set up an attack and you're taking the pressure off your defence. I think what was happening probably too often earlier in the season, we were losing the ball too often in, in, in midfield. It was coming straight back at our defence. And there's only so much pressure that any defence can could absorb. And, and eventually, you know, we, we started conceding goals. And that wasn't happening, apart from that one goal that we've mentioned. That wasn't happening. I mean, keeping them at bay um, for mo- most of the time. Defences were largely on top, I think, but both ends. It was a very, very even game. Yeah. Also looked what they what they actually are a mid table league two side, but we matched them. You know, we, we didn't yeah. look like a struggling side. And before we go on to that, that, the second half, um, what 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 were you most impressed about with um, Jim McKenna? I mean, he, he as I said we didn't know an awful lot what to expect. We had a few QPR fans saying, "Yeah, yeah, he's he's good." Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sure yeah, I mean, he's just a bundle of energy. I mean, he he, he got the ball, he he ran with it, he, he took on defenders. Um, he, I don't think he got particularly close to goal, but he was he was setting up teammates, uh, and you know he he was he was pinning their their right back, um, back in back in his half. So again, taking the pressure off off our defence. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think there's a lot more to come from him. I don't know whether he'll always be out on the left. I think we might see him in a different position uh, in in a match or two's time. We shall see. Um, but you know that that looks you know a really good he looks a really good signing. Yeah, absolutely, and um, it it may not saying it will, but it may have a, a reason why um, Sam had such a good game because he yeah he had yep. someone who was who was doing the yep. the, the, the tracking yep. back and, and defending for him as well, mm-hmm. and the fact he, he's got uh, Nino. I did like Sam's little comment um, on the uh, the after match interview where he said about uh, I bring leadership and an older head or something like that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you're worried about the young mm-hmm. son, aren't you? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but so coming into halftime, we're we're one-one. It's a fairly even game, but we're well in it, uh, especially away from home. Um, were you looking forward to the second half? Were you just wanting it over? Were you desperately thinking? No, I was looking forward to it. I, I thought, as I said, it was an even game, but I thought we we, we got a, a chance of getting a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't in the end. Um, but you know, we, we we could have we could have snatched a winner. They could have done. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I I didn't have any major qualms. I thought it looked as if we'd probably get at least a point from the game um, yeah. at half time, and and that obviously was the way it, it turned out. Yeah. He made his subs. He he mentioned to Tony. Um, I'm going to mention the interview later. <laughs> that he thought we were probably overthinking the timing of the substitutions, but. It, it's been an odd time, really, of the, the like fifty-five minutes or something, uh, just ten minutes after half time. Like, yeah, might as well have done it at half time. But again, it was substitutes. It was clearly going for it. Um, yeah. Josh and Amari are certainly more attacking than they are defending. Um, mm. So, did you did you think at that point we're 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 having a proper go here, or were you like, oh Christ, hang on? A minute, yeah, I did. On. Yeah, I mean, as I mentioned, I mean, um, you know, uh, uh, Stephen. McKenna had a very good half, but you know, if you bring Amari Patrick on, you know, particularly against tiring defenders, you know, there's always a chance he, he, he's going to, you know, work, work a bit of magic. And he, he, he was a bit more direct than, than Duke McKenna, a bit, bit more pacey, um, but you know, he was causing him a different sort of problem. Um, whereas on the other flank, um, when the new guy 
Dion Moore. I thought he did okay. He didn't catch the eye in the way that Duke McKenna did, but he didn't look out of place in, in a League Two match, given that he, he stepped up from, from the he didn't, League. He didn't catch the eye. <laughs> uh, so he, he didn't catch the eye impressively, yeah. and he didn't catch the eye. God, God what have we done? Um, yeah, he, did, you know, he didn't give the ball away cheaply, he put some crosses yeah. in. You know, he, 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 I don't think he's going to be a, a, a frequent starter. But, you know, he, did, he didn't look out of place, as I said, and uh, he, he, did, he didn't look, um, look, look in any way a, a, a deficient signing. So um, he did OK. But Josh Coley, I think, as on the other flank, gave their defence something a bit different to, to worry about. Um, a, bit, a bit more direct, a bit more pacey. Um, and uh, I think it was him that the, 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 the keeper again tried to sort of get robbed the ball off and, and ended up the ball going out for throwing. And this is quite near the end of the game. And, the keeper got blocked for for, for delaying the, the, the throwing, so yeah. he he was causing them some some problems. But you know, I think the the, the balls into into the box were nearly always met by defenders at, at both ends. Um, so there wasn't there wasn't really the end product that that approach yeah. play perhaps perhaps <clears throat> promised. But there could be in a few games time. Um, yeah, oh, so, fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> so. It was fairly even. We both teams had some chances. I, I'd say watching it back, they they had probably the better of the chances. Um, mm. One in particular had Dean scrambling. Um, I'm not yeah. entirely sure yes, how much he meant that. it, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah, the, the overhead kick kind of had Dean yeah, scrambling. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, were, you, were you? Was that the far end to you or the your end? That was the far end. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Were you worried? Did you see it? Did you? it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, I, I wasn't sure it was actually on target. I mean, it, it was a speculative shot. I mean, Dino managed to get to it. Um, I couldn't take any chances with it. But I, I, said, I said to somebody next to me, I'm not sure that was on target. But he couldn't take, couldn't, no. couldn't take the chance. <coughs> not um, I had a look. I had a look at the the match stats. I think each side had ten shots in the game, and they had four on target, and we had two on target. <laughs> And it was equal in terms of corners as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it was four, yeah. four corners each. And in terms of possession, it was, I think, 51 was... 49 yeah, in their favour. So those stats suggest to you that it was very tight, even game. Was and that was game. Certainly, the, certainly the impression I had uh, watching yeah. it. Yeah, there, wasn't, there wasn't much between the sides. No, and, and sort of coming to the end of it, there was an, another chance for one of their players bombing through, and um, Christian had to take the yellow. Um, yeah, which he, oh, yes, he, yeah, he yeah. did very manfully, just like, yeah, <laughs> I know this is yeah. happening, um, yeah, yeah. but that's, that's kind of you know, expecting that one, but yeah, as you said, it, it was an even match and um, a point each. Now, with that, 
it's um, unbeaten in three for Steve, unbeaten in mm. four for us. Yeah. However, that's without a winning five. Uh, yeah. Are the draws enough to build a base from, or is it? Are, are the lack of wins a concern? I know there's lots of people saying we need to be turning these into wins, but yeah, no, that, that, we're turning the losses right. into draws. Um, yeah, no, I think that that's probably a fair comment. Um, I mean, the three fixtures that we've drawn under Steve were quite difficult looking fixtures. You know, we played two of the top four, one home, one away, and then another another away game against a side that had been in decent form recently. So I think to get three points, three draws from those three games is, is a respectable outcome. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's given us a platform, but you know, we do need to start building wins on that platform now. Obviously, we've got two games coming up, two home games coming up. Um, and I think everybody is, is of the mind that we need we need to win well, at least one of those, ideally both of them, uh, to start closing that gap. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, Ryan, I think, posted up the football web pages, predicted league table at the end of <laughs> last week. Yes. Um, yeah. And we had it had us losing to Warsaw and being safe on 41 points. And then mm. I thought, I wonder what it will say now after we got a draw. Yeah, and after yeah. the draw, it's got us safe on 44 points. So I'm not sure how a draw right. instead of a loss gets us an extra three points. Um, but um, yeah, it, says, yeah. it says that we're still uh, <clears throat> two points clear. Um, obviously, these things are just, I don't even know how to work it out, to be honest with you. But, um, it's some sort of algorithm, isn't it? Which yeah. possibly needs needs tinkering with. Um, yeah. But I, I think it takes into account the remaining fixtures. It, um, yeah, must, it must be, be, be all, the, all the stats yeah. for the, what's happened yeah, so far. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but how, how do you think this, this result's going to kind of sit in our end of season review? Is it going to be just another game in a sequence it, of a good it, run? It, 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 it very much depends what happens afterwards you know mm -hmm. uh either it's going to be you know promising signs here building a platform and, and we don't go on to then build on that platform or yeah it's a bit of a false dawn <laughs> um we shall see um but um you know i think we, we've been drawn a lot of games haven't we since since october i've, I've not counted them up but i think we've probably drawn around half our, our league games um since the beginning of november so you know we need to start as as the saying goes we need to start turning <laughs> draws into wins yeah and i mean obviously it's early days only three games um he hasn't even had his foot, sort of main striker to, to call upon yet but steve i would say has, has seen pretty much everyone i think um who's available to him um yeah. do we think that he is going to be the type of person that will chop and change each week, or do you think once he he has his formation or has his players, will he stick with it? Do you, is he just feeling people out at the moment? I think he is is as you say, feeling people out. He's he's giving all the players in the squad a chance to show him what what they can do because there's only so much you can tell from seeing players in training. It's only by seeing them actually play that you can form a you know a, a, a firmer judgment about you know how good they're going to be in your team, whether you want to play them regularly or just keep them on the fringe of, of the squad. So I think we will start to see the squad or the starting 11 being a little bit more settled once we get into February. Um, that said, um, the distinct impression I have is that Steve is a lot more flexible than, than Matt. You know, Matt was very much wedded to his 4-4-2. His 
and his, his, his substitutions on there was a 70th minute or whatever. And I think it, Steve is going to be a lot less predictable, which, you know, is going to be more of a headache for opposition managers because certainly at the moment and maybe through the season, the rest of the season, they're not going to be sure how we're going to set up. And I think Steve probably quite likes keeping the opposition managers guessing uh, and and be, being flexible, um, so ch changing things a bit from, from, from game to game. Yeah, I mean, it it is an odd thing that we had all the players and we joke around that all the players can play in different positions and yet mm. we we didn't use that to our advantage of switching up tactics while we're on, on during a match because you've got things like you can put Ryan at right wing, Ryan mm. at right back and mm. so on. Mm. Um, but um, on the keeping things guessing... Um, the interviews. Obviously, I've got a, uh, a <laughs> yeah. vested interest in in uh, yeah, his yeah. his interview stuff. Um, it's it's a difficult one because obviously he doesn't a doesn't have to do the interviews. Um, b Tony doesn't have to do the interviews, but um, yeah. it's yeah. it's an odd one because he he's obviously doesn't want to give too much away. He no. um, you're not going to be wanting the opposition to get a glimmer of like you mentioned about Ben. Mm. You don't want people knowing that Ben won't play yeah, sure. because, yeah, because yeah, yeah. You, that gives him a small advantage. I remember talking to John ages ago and he said he'll do things like troll, troll players' social media accounts and see if um, they can get any hints of if, they, if they've gone away for the weekend or something. They're like, right, well, he's not playing, so we know that. Um, but from my point of view, whilst there are lots of people saying, oh, he can, he can be silent, he can do whatever he likes, as long as he keeps, he keeps us in the division and keeps winning... All very well and good, but I don't think he needs these interviews for the times it's not going well, for the message to get across to the fans of what he's trying to do, what his longer-term thing is building up that relationship. Or do you just think it's a case of um, it will settle down soon? Look, I mean, I think every manager in, in, in the EFL gives, has to give post-match interviews. I mean, it may or may not be a mere contract, but it, it, it's expected. So he, he, he must know he's, he's, he's got to do them. And it's always di difficult balance to strike between, you know, keep keeping stuff that you don't want public um, from the public, but at the same time being open with the fans who want to hear as much as possible about what might be going on behind the scenes. And that, that's, a, that's a tricky, a tricky balance to strike. And Steve, I think, is a little bit more guarded than than than, than his predecessors. Um, that may gradually change over time, um, but his principal brief, implicit or explicit, must be to keep keep the club in in League Two, yeah. and that's got to be the priority. And I think everything else is secondary to that. Uh, and I think you know relations with fans, b b being open with the fans, giving giving comprehensive interviews, uh, we'd all love that. But it, it, it's of secondary importance. And if, if he thinks rightly or wrongly that by being more guarded, more cautious, keeping his cards close to his chest, he gives us a slightly better chance of staying up, then then fair enough. I think we have to accept that. If we stay up and he's still here next season and we start the season well different sort of environment, different background, different context, the, the debate may then shift. But I think at the moment, I think you just got to say, look, Steve, do do what what you think you have to do to keep us in the division and what will back you. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying my, trying my, <laughs> trying my luck with him. Because... <laughs> yeah, give it, give it a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Don't know what I'm talking about, but can you answer some questions? Um, so... 
player ratings i'm not i'm going to keep bashing it out for a little while longer but um it, it's amusing because when we were losing people we couldn't wait to put in their their scores of twos and threes and whatnot and uh now we're, we're doing okay it's it's a real struggle i don't think i've i think i've got less the last two matches than i got on the on the on the first mm. one um but mm. we'll see so um but yeah there wasn't an awful lot on this one um mm. but jumping ahead a little bit um we've got matches now as we mentioned with teams that we would hope to win now I've put down teams around us and then I had to look up and I was like oh Harrogate and they were here around us so that's, <laughs> yeah that's a bit they unfair. were a few weeks few yeah. months ago but not now yeah, yeah that's possibly a bit unfair but we've got a good record against Harrogate at, and it's at home um yeah. so and then we've done Don Costa a little bit further ahead next weekend um now a lot of spin said and made about oh we're seven points adrift mm. but if we were to win against Harrogate within only four points adrift of yeah. Doncaster so we could if we won those two games yeah yeah we could literally be there um with, with the that, that had occurred to, to me yeah and I'm sure it's occurred to others that obviously Doncaster are not playing midweek or not I think they have got a game they've league, got Bradford a league, a league, a trophy. trophy yeah yeah so yeah so they have got a game but not a league game so we, we're playing so yeah if we win win on Tuesday and win on Saturday we're just a point behind Doncaster, mm. that that that's a cert, uh, albeit I think having played a game more than them, um, and and we may well close up on some other sides as well um, around that twenty eight point mark. I think Grimsby are on twenty eight, and I think there may be one other club on twenty eight as well. Um, so yeah, the opportunities there, and you, you know, as as the season gets nearer the end, these opportunities are going to become fewer and fewer and harder and harder. So you've got to really start taking them. And I'm sure Steve realizes that everybody around the club realizes that these these two home games are really important. Mm -hmm. um, Harrogate, uh, slightly worryingly, on top of the form table at the moment. They've also got a very good away record. Their away record yeah. is much better than their home record. So that's that's a slight concern. That said, you know it, it, we're at home under the lights in an evening. <coughs> they, they won't bring many fans. Um, I think it'll be quite a small crowd anyway, but but they won't have a big vocal following as, as most mm. of the sides have had at our place this season. So that may help us a little bit. Um, yeah. They weren't particularly fancy tre trekking down to yeah to, to London on a on a on a, a, a cold January evening. So you know that that might help us. Um, and if we can win that one, the Doncaster, you know, they're they're in pretty poor form at the moment. Um, I was looking at their results. I mean, they had a good 3-0 win over MK Dons on New Year's Day, but their other results recently have been, been pretty poor. They lost 5-1 at home to Stockport yesterday. Okay, Stockport are a good side, as we know. But um, that suggests that, uh, you know, that they're, they're, they're almost there for the taking. And I was reading a report of the game they played yesterday and it said they were very vulnerable on crosses hmm. so i hope um steve has noted that um and and we'll set up accordingly but yeah i mean you take nothing for granted in football but you know six points from from those two matches would very much change the picture at, at the bottom end of the table yeah i mean even yeah obviously we don't get to pick and choose but even if we ended up with four points you'd yeah. want it to be the, the one against harrogate and the three against Doncaster just yeah, yeah, call them back a yeah, bit. Yeah. I mean, they—they, as you say, they've got a cup quarter final, so uh, hopefully mm. it'll uh, 
it goes extra time and penalties, I think. Um, so hopefully it'll go extra time and penalties. So they won't <laughs> yeah. get the rest, wear them out a little bit and yeah. get through. So they've got a semi-final to worry about as well. Um, yeah. I'd say Harrogate, they're like us. They're, 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 their players aren't used to a large mm. away backing. So mm. I'm not sure that will mm. worry them too much. But what might help us is, as we mentioned, we've got a far end now. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure people will be very excited to go into the far end, make a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. That, that yeah, yeah, so we, we yeah, might find yeah, the atmosphere, yeah. even though it's a Tuesday night, yeah. we might suddenly be like, wow, hang on, this is, this is totally different to what we're used to. Um, so mm. we, we will see. But, I mean, on the pitch, how do we win it? Um, what do we need to do to sort of stifle Harrogate? Um, I just keep keep on doing, doing what we have been doing. Um, yeah. You know, playing with, with resilience and determination being solid at the back just probably need to take a few more chances than we have been but we might find it a little bit easier against Harrogate than against the three previous opponents yeah we haven't and quite got Harry Smith back he's back for Doncaster isn't Doncaster, he? Yeah. 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 so we won't have him back um but you know if if he's back on Saturday he could make a, a difference yeah um but you know I think the players that we've got available on Tuesday should be good enough between them to um you know to win the game yeah I mean, so i wonder i mean if he's back will, will steve say well i've got i've got to trust the players that i've had with me the whole the whole time so he might say no you're on the bench today and we'll bring you yeah. on and um, we'll see yeah, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. um but what's your prediction for harrogate um right i'm 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 gonna go i usually go for a draw as you know because i don't i don't like predicting matches i'm gonna go for a one nil win to something a one nil win a a little a little bit cautious (laughs) for three points yeah yeah absolutely well the uh the code is up on the screen so anyone wants to join in um i think mark um on the turnstiles mark um has had maximum for the last two weeks in a, or two games in a row right. so um, we should find out what he's uh, predicting but i'm gonna go a 2-1 win for something um because i've got to be right one day um so hopefully it'll work um but yes yeah, um definitely interesting definitely um i think i can't remember who said it someone on the forum said annoyingly they thought we were relegated and they kind of got used to that idea but now it looks like we're <laughs> going to make a real go of it and it's no good for their mm. heart rate. It's like, this, mm. this is bad news. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, it's it, I've always thought we're, we're going to be fine. I know we're at, bottom, oh, we're, at, we're at the bottom and everything, but I've always had this thing of, no, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I don't know why. It's medication, I'm sure. Um, but we're going to wrap it up there. Um, as always, thank you for everyone for your ear attention. Yay. Sorry about this flickering screen. Um, I still don't know what it is. Um, hopefully, I can work it out for the next time. Uh, but um, hopefully, that hasn't distracted from what Mark's saying too much. Um, don't forget to like and share on social media. Subscribe on your favourite podcast podcast, <laughs> podcast platforms. Um, so that's date with the latest episodes and leave us a review while you're there. Um, thank you to our sponsors, Lucky Star Gin, as always. Big thank you to Mark. Um, thank you to listeners. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will be back on Wednesday um, and we will have Neil, who I haven't actually fact-checked that yet, where he said he's always on. We've, we've never lost when he's on. Um, but we'll, we'll, have a little, we'll have a little double check of that and we'll, we'll pull him up on it. And Alex is also on, so get those questions sent in. Um, take care and we will see you all soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. United! 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 United!
Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.